I'm Nikki. And I'm Kirtana. And you're listening to The Chat Room. I'm on like a kombucha kick recently. Really? I know. I. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I tell someone this, they're like, you? (laughs) (laughs) I think that was a much harsher response that I should have given you. I apologize. Let me, let me recalibrate. Oh, really? Please continue. You're all rude as hell. Like so (laughs) rude. I can be into probiotics and care for my gut bacteria. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So you've been on a kombucha kick. Tell me more. You're just judging me. I already know. No, I would never judge you. I'm just a big fan of Pink Lady Apple. It's not Pink Lady Apple. I send it back. Is that the brand or the flavor? No, it's the flavor. I get like the Health Aid kombucha, the one that's in like a glass jar. Well, free advertising for Health Aid. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually going to be reverse or no, inverse influencing because everyone's going to be like, if Nikki's drinking it, it's probably garbage. If Nikki's drinking it, it's probably soda. Yeah, it's probably not good for you, actually. (laughs) You're all rude. All of you listening to this, you're all rude. Way to alienate our listeners. (laughs) You know who's not alienating? Oh, speaking of gut health, my gut hurts so bad after that segue. Yeah, but like, tell me I'm wrong. But yeah, seriously, how not isolating is our guest this week? Talk about a sweetie pie, like epitome of sunshine joy in a person. I have told multiple people about this week's episode. And every time they say, oh my God, what is he like? I I literally tell them every time he is exactly like he is on the TV show. I'm like trying to think if I was on a reality TV show, if you'd be you'd be straight up rude as hell. Yeah, I was just gonna say I'd probably like be me, but like the things that I say to you or under my breath, I would be saying out loud, and so that would probably be that would probably not bode well for me. You'd be in those like confessional booth, just being like, uh, "All these people are hella insane. Get me the f out of here." I can't even picture you in that scenario. Like it doesn't even compute. My brain can't even me? get to a hypothetical scenario. Yeah. I absolutely agree with that statement. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But this guy, when I saw him on the first episode, I was like, this kid is too nice. There's just no way he's going to survive a show like this. But he 100% stayed himself, was super kind, made genuine connections and relationships, and got second place. For those who haven't figured it out yet, because technically we haven't actually said his full name yet, this week's guest is the lovely... The wonderful Shubham Goel, who you may know from the first season of Netflix's hit reality TV show, The Circle. Shubham is a proud UCLA Bruin who ran for governor of California as the youngest candidate in 2018, but unfortunately lost. Nikki, you want to share with the class why it's exciting that Shubham is a proud Bruin? Oh, yeah. So Shubham and I went to college together. We didn't really talk to each other, but I remember, I think I say this in an interview, I'm going to say it again. I remember when the trailer dropped and all of my friends and I were just like, wait, don't we know this kid? (laughs) And it was just the weirdest out of body experience ever, but it was so great to connect with him again. And he's just the sweetest. 
And I love the fact that you reached out to him. He instantly remembered who you were and he could not have been more down to speak with us. And that really does encapsulate everything about his character, which is what everyone saw in the circle. The guy is also incredibly talented and smart. He's currently getting his master's from Oxford in software engineering, and he continues his work in both the tech and entertainment fields. He wants to do comedy, unscripted, scripted. I mean, literally the sky is the limit for the guy, and I think that's exactly how he approaches life. Wait, what? He's getting his master's from, I didn't know that. (laughs) I know, so crazy. How do you just casually get your master's from Oxford? (laughs) Who knows, but he does it. Somehow Shivam Gohal does it. I also want to point out that in this episode, we talk about it a few times, Nikki had a hell of a time with her technology on this guy. We have ragged on other guests for having technology issues over the last season and a half. And then, of course, (laughs) we have similar issues with Nikki in this episode. All of these comments were uncalled for, and (laughs) I'm feeling very attacked right now. First the kombucha, now this. I'm just giving you a taste of what you would be like on a reality show. Actually, okay, if there's one reality TV show that you could go on and you think you'd actually go far in it, what would it be? Too hot to handle. So true, Bestie. (laughs) So freaking true, freaking Bestie. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God, there you are. What's up? That was actually perfect timing because I was about to ask him a couple questions off the record until we actually started about himself. So this actually worked out perfectly. You were going to be like, hey, so what was Nikki like in college? I should have been. (laughs) I should have done that. But I feel like I know how you were in college. You know what's so crazy? Shubham in college. Shubham in college is exactly what you see on the show. (laughs) Oh, that's sweet. I think. Which I like genuinely... I was pretty shocked by it because I'm not going to lie. Okay, when I saw the trailer and I saw that you were on it, first of all, the first reaction was, I will never forget the day. All of my friends, we sent the trailer to each other. We were like, don't we know this kid? Didn't he run for Gen Rev 3? Like, we were just like, what? And then we were like, oh, my God, on top of everything, the fact that we know him, he's brown. Like, what is going on? And I thought you were just going to be fake as hell on the show and you were not you were like the sweetest person on the whole cast like you went into it episode one being like i'm just gonna be 100 percent myself and be so real you know when people say that shit they half the time that's that's like complete garbage right so you oh, so yeah, you, you hear that and you just go all nah, right let's see and then, <laughs> and i obviously didn't have any personal <laughs> connections to you or anywhere or anything but being brown i was like come on man don't disappoint me <laughs> I know you had a lot of there was a lot of pressure on you not gonna lie. Oh, oh I was I was really nervous because the first episode I thought I was gone those faces popped up in the screen and I'm in my couch I'm like oh sh- oh my god oh no <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much for you know recording with us I think you're so unique because I mean you're the only one like quite literally you're the only one so the fact that you're willing to talk to us is very very exciting also, the circle was never the same after you and Joey left. So, yeah, you and Joey uh, and Sammy and Seaburn. Those are the people that we know and love. Oh, my God, Seaburn. Seaburn. I love Seaburn. 
<laughs> Rebecca, PP, Rebecca. <laughs> um, well, let's just get right into it. Just because my Wi-Fi debacle, like, derailed everything. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> what led you to wanting to audition for The Circle? And, like, what were the fears and hesitations that came with it? Oh, wow. That's a really good question. Um, we're really getting super deep. We're, get, we're no, getting we're right in there. Yeah, right dive in. Dive in. Yeah. in. What's your deepest, darkest fear? <laughs> Let's go. Right? Yeah. That's the, I grew up on competition shows. I just love them so much. Like, I grew up a lot watching Survivor, and I thought it was super cool. Yes. Take, like, a group of different people and see how they, like, you know, interact with each other through this, like, interesting setting. So my buddy showed me the flyer for the show, and I'm like, for me, I'm someone who did not like social media. I thought it did a lot of harm to our generation in specific. And I thought the concept was so like, it represented the world more than anything. So I thought this is such a great opportunity to see how someone like I would do and get to compete. So um, yeah, I did that. And then in terms of fears, there was no, my only fear that was like going on night one. <laughs> that was my only fear. I just, I've seen competition shows and I know that if you go out night one, it can be really bad. And then my other fear, obviously, is like, you know, for the South Asian representation, I just wanted to represent, you know, myself, my family and the community as best as I could. So I guess like, you know, there's that pressure of just like trying to represent us well. So yeah, no pressure. I mean, you did a great job. What was the audition process like? What did they make you do? Oh, yeah, it was super fun. No, it was just talking to people like this, like, just about like your strategy, what you would do in the circle and just about your like upbringing. So there was like, there were just multiple rounds of that mm. at different stages. I have a question. You know the like intros that they had you guys do the, in the first episode of the show where you're, you're in the big like circle yeah, thing circle. that you're like yeah. sitting in and you're like <laughs> at, interacting. Hell yeah. What is that like? I always wonder what promos and intro recordings and shoot dates are like. Yeah, that was super fun. I mean, we, they gave us like a, there was like this whole camera crew and stuff. They're like, hey, go in the circle and you can do cool stuff. And I was like, hell yeah. So it was just super fun. <laughs> just talking about your strategy and stuff, yeah. Yeah, I always find that stuff so interesting because I, I, I feel like even if I had a clear-cut idea of what I was going to do on the show, right? You, you walk yeah. into a set where there's this elaborate setup and then they say, go do fun shit. And I would just go, like, I would have no idea. I would just sit on that thing and let my legs dangle and go, is this good enough? I have no idea what I would do in those scenarios. Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know. I just thought it was super fun. And, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think you would have killed it. You know, like, for the show, you don't have your phone. You don't have internet access. Mm -hmm. You don't have other friends. So I think, in a way, it kind of, like, strips us down of everything. And it, like, puts us to the purest form. So but I have full confidence you guys would kill it, so. Also, he, again, like, he did the same thing when you were running for, it was such a, like, silent victory. Like, you didn't have, like, the big social media thing. Like, you were, you just kind of showed up and you were literally yourself and we all end up voting for you and then you win. Oh, you're too sweet. You're too sweet. Can we ask, did your parents or your family members have any reactions when you told them that you wanted to do this show? And then when you actually got an opportunity to be on the show, was there any kind of reaction there? Were you nervous about that at all? I feel like I need to get some popcorn for this. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, 
um i was just auditioning through the process and they're like wow this is so sick and like they were super amped for me like they're my biggest like cheerleaders and they like supporters and uh, they were amped yeah they were so amped for me yeah <laughs> like they were so excited and like uh, that's a lie your parents aren't brown what not only are you auditioning for a show you're auditioning for a reality show like that's you <laughs> no, but, no nikki they were super supportive like i grew i watched survivor with my dad a lot so he was like this is so sick and then um i just remember my dad telling me he's like he was like he was telling me when i got back from the show he's like Oh my gosh, Shabam, I was just praying that you didn't go out night one. I just like give them a little <laughs> spot to compete. And then I was like, oh dad, I think we did a we did decent. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, they were all supportive. Everyone was super supportive. 100 percent Did you like tell extended family and stuff? Like, like, like I'm just picturing your grandma. Like my mom, I made my grandma watch The Bachelor with me once, and she was Good like, show. You are a dishonor to this family <laughs> oh my for God. liking this show. Oh no. <laughs> I think I well I told the extended family when the trailers came out and stuff and they they were all super I keep saying this word amped you know they were super excited <laughs> but yeah they were super stoked you know that's so crazy I mean their episode when they that was the episode I was most excited for was when everyone was doing their parents video and I was like yeah. what is his gonna be like <laughs> and they were just these cute little dolls and i was like that's so unfair like how are they so cute and so nice and so supportive but then also i mean at the same time we were like well you're you, you didn't do anything problematic i mean so i guess there was no reason for them to be yeah disappointed no i mean yeah they're, they're super nice and that's like a lot of why i had like the freedom to do yes the courage they were they're super amazing I think Nikki may, brings up a good point there because I do wonder if it would be different if you were on a dating show or if you were on yeah. some sort of show where... What if you were on Love is Blind? What would they... Th I mean, they'd be like, that's arranged marriage. Go for it. What if you were on like like Love Island or something? Yeah. Well, dating shows, right? Like those... I think those are a separate type of show, right? Those are like... I think those are even more personal than like competition and stuff. Because it's not just about you. It's about the person you're like intermingling dating wise with. But that's true. I mean, I think they'd be super supportive if it was something like, you know, I was in. They'd be like, hell yeah. Wow. That's such a dream. You know what, Kirsten? Maybe we're, maybe, honestly, maybe we're not giving our parents enough credit. It's not like you and I are actively auditioning for reality competition. Although my dad would probably just laugh. He'll just be like, you are going to get eliminated night one. 100% that's what my dad would say. 100 <laughs> 50,000% my dad would go, you're on what show? I'll see you in one week. That's what my dad yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. You guys would kill it. I'm telling you. You guys should audition for a ball. The love show, the competition show. You're too optimistic. This is why you went so far in the show. How did you stay sane just being in the room? Like, Because, I mean, I guess they do tell you to like, kind of think out loud because that's something you all do on the show. Yeah, is you're talking sure. out. You're saying your thoughts out loud. But at the same time, I think I would go crazy i think at one point i can't remember who someone brought like a teddy bear and at one point they were like yeah Rebecca talking to the teddy bear <laughs> i was like that would be me i will <laughs> say I, uh, just an addition to that question and did this did the same things that you did in that room on the circle did those things start to happen in quarantine as well because lockdown and the circle oh, are very Points similar right? yeah like i feel like wow. i've been the circle was like little league compared to what happened after. Yeah. <laughs> like I remember in the circle, sometimes the lights would go out, down and that's when I knew like someone's about to get blocked. So I guess like afterwards, just for a day after when I got home, like the lights went out. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> <Someone's going home. laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm like, I'm home right now. So what am I saying? So, <laughs> you know, but. Um, well, since coming off the show, like what has your experience as a South Asian man having participated in a show like this been? Like, has there been any negative feedback? Have you gotten backlash, bullying? I mean, you also have like a huge social media presence. So yeah. I imagine, especially after a show like this too, like, like are people like do you have a lot of like weird obsessive fans i mean i know i stalk reality people on a daily basis Hell yeah. i can only imagine no, what it's, it's like to be it's them <laughs> yeah i mean no it's been it's been an amazing experience i guess none of us like really you know we, we did the show when we came out we didn't like the impact it had across the world was so cool to watch and um yeah yeah it's been super great just talking to like people across the world about how they like the circle and uh yeah i mean you know i guess there's like with every reality show, there's like some like, there's like all these like haters and trolls, but it's like, dude, I, you know, what, I, you know, you have, I give everyone a voice, whoever wants to say what they can, they can do it online. It's just, but I mean, there's so much positivity out there. So it's like, bye bye, you know? Yeah. Well, and I, and I guess <laughs> when you me. have a platform and when you do put yourself out there and you really did, yeah. right. I mean, that was the point yeah. of why people loved you so much and why, you know, we also personally, responded to to your story and your journey on the show so much is that you genuinely put yourself out there and when that happens no matter what you're kind of guaranteed to get at least some negative feedback from it from trolls and haters as you say so it's really just like you know combating that or ignoring it right yeah and like I always saw this analogy like if we're in a restaurant and the three of us are just kicking it you know eating food (laughs) like just shooting the shit right if like two of us went to go get like a soda, half the room would probably look at us. A quarter of them would say some shit, you know, in their mind. So whatever we do, someone's going to say anything. So you might yeah, as well just true. do something because there's always going to be that reaction. Yeah. So I guess you mean you need this is why I could never be on reality TV. You need that personality where you're just like you can't you have to be the person that hones in on the positive comments and not the negative yeah, comments. Absolutely. Otherwise, you're just not going to survive in that world. Yeah. And yeah. I th- well, I mean, I think I still, I still think you two would kill it, and I really think I should apply. <laughs> super fun. If you ever go on the circle again, bring me as your. Don't you get to bring like one item with you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nikki, I'll bring <laughs> yeah, you. Like, bring me. Okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. We would win. <laughs> we would. This time we'll win. We'll do what I could. <laughs> Wait, but just, but going off of that, I mean, did you get any feedback from the South Asian community? You know, did you what what kind of reactions did you get from people? Did people come and talk to you? Did you feel like that that the feedback that you received was that you were you know representing us on on a, on a platform that we don't really get to be a part of, or that you know may from time to time mock us or whatever? Like, did, what what kind of reactions did you get? The positive ones are great. So, like, what kind of reactions did you get from anyone South Asian that may have talked to you? Yeah, the South Asians were dope. You know, they came to me like they were no, they were super supportive. They were like, "This is so cool to see like, you know, someone like us just like on a competition show." And it like, and, you know, I think it's yeah, it was like it was like ninety eight percent supportive of like South Asians, and it was a lot of it was really cool for like the creatives also for people in that industry. Like, it's cool yeah. to connect. Like, it's cool to connect with you two. Like, I haven't seen Nikki in like years. It's like Return <laughs> of the Dead for both of us. You know. <laughs> also, before you came back on, uh, Nikki, Shivan was telling me that I look like I'm 21. So he and I are fast friends now. 
I thought. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, twenty-one, straight up. I, I, I agree. I agree. Twenty-one going on twenty-two for sure. Thanks, Dusty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so true, Dusty. <laughs> what are the stigmas or stereotypes that before you went on the show, maybe you had about being on reality TV and yeah. have just kind of existed in general? And after having lived that experience and lived the feedback you wish didn't exist, because it's just like, why do we think this way? Yeah, you know what, I would, I used to watch shows and like, you know, comp, you know, any type of reality shows and you, your mind quickly just goes into such a frenzy of like, here's the favorite, here's the people we hate, you know, and stuff. And it's like, I would tell everyone, you know, they're putting themselves out there. So just try to be kinder to everyone on these shows and stuff. Um, yeah. I think it's just that something we do. We always, our mind is just in like a, it's like playing tag. You just want to find your favorites and then you want to find the people you freaking despise and then just like right. go on a rampage about that. <laughs> God, humanity sucks. We all do it. I mean, it's part of us, but like, I guess that would be the stigma. You know, be kinder. I would implore the social media world, be kinder, you know. And bing on it. Like the circle was completely unscripted and genuine. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, that was super cool for me. So, yeah. What were some like takeaways that you took from being on the show? I mean, obviously, you know, we know that from the the final episode, you were asked about like, how do you feel about social media and stuff now? But yes. did you have any, ki- did you have any kind of like relationship takeaways, personal takeaways, like anything like that? Yeah, I think what I took away from it with social media is like, I think it's still bad with like comparing yourself and yeah. anxiety. Mm-hmm. It's a highlight reel. And I think it's pretty addicting, but, but I, I still thought it was super cool. Cause you can like make friends and connect with people like us. We're connecting because of social <laughs> That's media. That's true. <laughs> true but, and like, and you can express yourself. So I, instead of looking at it, like it's like some devilish entity. Now I, I look at the positive as well. So. Did you, did you take, did you take anything away from like how you made relationships? Like, like put aside the social media side of it. Right. And just about like the fact that you, you've made relationships. I'm, I'm a, I know that you've talked about how you still try and stay in touch with like Joey and Sammy and Seaburn and stuff. Like was, did you have any takeaways from, from that aspect of it? Not so much on the social media side. Would you have been their friends if like, if you guys were just meeting in a bar or if you all were just meeting in a bar, would you have like talked to each other? Well, I mean, I guess you never know. I always talk to different people, like just, you know, randos. But I mean, I think in the circle. It's- <laughs> <laughs> I always talk to randos. Okay. Oh, I like oh, randos. There's no baggage there. It's like new people. It's like- Genuinely, that is your memoir title. I talk to randos. The Shabam Gohl story. <laughs> Oh, thanks. Yeah, that would be randos. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, what was the question? <laughs> the question was just, did you have any outside of the social media kind of takeaways? Were there any takeaways like sure. about your own personality, about about how people view each other, or even just like your relationship wise? Like, did you have any takeaways on that front? Oh, abs. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think the circle showed me like, kind of like. The bonds I made outside in the world, they were super cool. Like, I love those bonds I made. I think the circle, it was all about, like, we're all, like, in it together. And, like, you get what you put in for a relationship. And, like, I think the social meet, the circle taught me you can make deep, you can really make deep bonds really quickly. Yeah, what, what you put in is what you get out, you know? Yeah. Did you, did it make you reevaluate any friendships you already had? 
Yeah, a little bit. I mean, some of them. I'm like, interesting, interesting. <laughs> I've learned recently that interesting is actually the biggest insult you can use. <laughs> like when they send you something and you're like, interesting. interesting. Well, <laughs> no, I guess it's interesting in the fact that like I still have really good friends, but I haven't talked to them in like three or four years. But I know if we talked, we'd be like, hello, like, you know, it'd be, it's still there and stuff. So yeah, I guess it's yeah. just interesting. And there's like, different forms of relationships and then I saw like some of the bonds I created they're very surface level but I still feel a kinship so it makes me look at friendships in different avenues you know I mean there are levels to how you interact with people right and who who's on on what level and how deep you want to go with certain people and like I don't watch a lot of reality competition shows or or just in general but I did I watched The Circle and I felt like one of the takeaways I would have on a show like that were to like you're saying examine your friendships and stuff but also examine them in terms of looking inward right like how how do I interact in this friendship and how how am I treated in this friendship and you know what am I giving and what am I taking you know what I mean like did that happen for you at all yeah a little bit I mean it- it was more of just depth. I was like, yeah. the depth things really, you know, like that was the thing that intrigued me the most, like how depthful were these connections and stuff. It was cool. Can we ask you more detailed questions about the audition process? I just have so many questions. <laughs> hey, go for it, Nikki. We're getting you on it, right? The next one. Okay, perfect. Yeah, this is really just me like trying to like dig Ben, see if I can do this it. This is one cheating. Day. This is cheating is what this is. <laughs> this is not cheating. This is using your resources. <laughs> That's true. That is true. He is my kin. He's a Bruin. Like he, ha- he has to give me this knowledge. Yeah, Nikki, uh, we're Bruin fam. We're sure. Bruin fam. Okay, so you get the flyer, you go in, are you like in a room full of people that want to do this too? And was that intimidating? No, there wasn't a room of people. So it's not like those like film auditions where they put you in a hallway with people. It was more like, yeah, you just go meet like the casting producers who are your producers and stuff. And then it's, you're meeting people. If you keep going on, you're meeting people, but you're not like in a group of people because if I was in a group with other people who could be on the side. Oh, you'd know who you were. Oh, yeah. wow, Nikki, the same you're thing dumb. Yeah. Like your phone in there. Then I'd be Googling Rebecca from Boston <laughs> images. Right, yeah. right. So. Wow. And then what did they make you do? Like, I'm just like, I can't picture them make you, like, what did they make you do? Like, I'm like, they ask you what your strategy is and you're yeah. like, I'm going to be myself and that's yeah. it. No, then I would be like, so Nikki, tell me a little bit of like people you like or who you don't like, you know? Oh, and how did you answer that? Um, oh, I said, I was like, influencers, not today, not today. <laughs> um, you know, I I just went in on the influencers really, really much. That was like my big thing. Do you feel like you're an influencer now? I don't think so. I wouldn't cl- classify myself as one. Is that like a, when pretty people say they're not pretty, they're actually pretty type situation? Um, Sometimes, I guess, but <laughs> not this one. Not this one. Like, yeah. What's how's your guys' day going though? It's good. <laughs> it's going all right. It's going all right. It's been good. It's going yeah, good. it's been good. Yeah, I feel it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> let, let me get let me get us back on track a little bit because I do have Or we could get more off track. Damn it, Nikki. <laughs> yeah, I like to be real. <laughs> this is why you're so good on reality TV. I'm like, I just don't have this personality type. I want it. I want it so bad. So I'm telling you, you guys got it. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kirtza and I could do it maybe together. Like I think both of us together makes one functional person. Yeah, I think yeah. we're two halves of a whole. Um, okay, wait, I have another process question. <laughs> For sure. On the show, do you genuinely not talk to anybody else? 
besides yourself because like on the bachelor so i'm a huge bachelor stand that's why i keep referencing it nice on the bachelor like every contestant gets their own producer and you never see those contestants talk to their producer but they get one and they like talk to them off camera and like work through strategy with them off camera so is that the same for the circle are you just genuinely you have no idea what is going on outside um also, if you can't answer certain things, that's also okay. I don't know what you... If you can't answer certain things, you're dead to me. <laughs> Keep talking. I'll have to go to the grave right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I think I'll just I'll have to plead the fifth. <laughs> we're in no no, we're in the apartments the whole time right because we're in a competition and stuff and it's just like us there we're like competing in a game so in terms of seeing the other contestants that doesn't happen it's really no not at all no yeah no way they do such a great job at like just like you know everyone's in these like build you know these rooms apartments and stuff so no yeah but i mean you know i in terms of interacting with crew it'd be really you'd be hard pressed to find a a show where the contestants are not interacting with crew in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, like, for sure. Like, if there were food items or stuff, someone would come in and just give food and stuff, like, yeah. you know, groceries and food and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It, what advice would you give South Asians who want to break into reality, who want to maybe be a, a audition for a reality show or be a part of a, a, a reality show of some kind, whether it's competition, dating, whatever, um, but maybe are afraid of those stigmas that we originally talked about. Like, what advice would you give them? Yeah, I feel like, especially in the South Asian community, when it comes to reality TV shows, and I don't know why, as someone who consumes so much of it, there's like a respect thing. Like, when my mom sees me watching a reality TV show, she's like, why would you watch this garbage when you could watch something that's scripted? And I'm like, sure. you don't understand. That's what makes this so good, is that it's not scripted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. No, I would say... I would do it like if it's if you genuinely love the show and you're there for like you know the reasons like you really like the show and you want to be on it 100% I would encourage you to apply on audition for it. I think just yeah, I think that's it. I think the only thing is just know like you're going to put yourself out there so just have a thick skin, right? That comes with the yeah. And I think especially with social media, have a thicker skin than what you think you've had before. And like then mm-hmm. I would just say do it. I think everyone should do it. It's super fun and it's a great time and especially like I guess from a South Asian perspective, you don't see that many South Asians in reality TV, although I do think it's going up a lot. Yeah. There's like an exponential rise of them in there, which is super cool. I would say do it. They're super fun. I had a great experience. Is there anything that you'd be scared of that like in your past would come up or people would find? Because that happens on The Bachelor all the time. That's actually an interesting thing. I know a lot of people today, especially like with the world we live in, where like, I guess people don't want to do anything in the scripted or unscripted because they're fearful of that but I wasn't like I mean I've always just been I, I know who I am and I'm proud there was nothing you know I know obviously like oh my god I know Shubham in college he was in my class he was like a dumbass who like got a D in our <laughs> class or like you know she was trying to party too much on Monday and Tuesdays and, like <laughs> dumbest kid at UCLA so I don't know but I mean you know it comes with that I mean I, I made the decisions and I'm um, you know, own up to him. I didn't, you know, so I was not worried at all. So God, I want your attitude. This has been like the therapy motivation. You should be a motivational speaker. How do you feel about that? Oh, really? <laughs> I think you should. I mean, hey, that'd be fun, I guess. Like, I would, it'd be, I'd be cool. I'm flattered. I don't know if I'm 
don't know if I'm like the motive. I don't know if I have that motivational thing. But yeah, that'd be fun. I think the motivational is like the literally something as simple as you just have to be yourself because that's something we're all like kind of taught not to do is yeah, be what everyone cool. else wants you to be and yeah, not be yourself. Conform, yeah. 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 No, that'd be super fun. This actually segues into a, a, a question that we also have for you. Um, yeah. just this idea of like your past and also just like, how, you know, what kind of person that you are and how really like motivational and, and, and joyful that you are. I was saying this before Nikki was able to come back on and I stick by it. I, you have, what a, what a tale you have weaved as your life. All right, my friend, <laughs> truly you have such a fascinating like story up until now. I, I mean, I'm going to bring it up because it's the best. You ran for governor. I didn't win. I know, but, but, but. The, no, I know, I know, I know. I know, I know you didn't I win. I know you didn't win. But what I'm yeah. saying is like, I, I do think that what she, what Nikki is saying, there is absolutely truth to it. I do think that you're, you're inspiring and you're motivational. And, and I think again, what people are drawn to you for and about is that you have this joy and positivity and stuff. So whatever it is that you do next is like, we can't wait to see because you're going to keep drawing people to you. So on that note, like, you know, what is next for you? Do you have the bug to do some more reality stuff? Are you, are you hoping to transition into, you know, some more creative narrative stuff? Um, or, or is the, is the future completely different? First of all, that was so sweet of you to say, like, all that. Like, I'm like, oh, shit. I was so, yeah, but I appreciate that. Like, yeah, it was a little bonkers to do the governor thing. But, you know, I always say, like, shoot for the moon, moon. And then when it's all said and done, then then you reflect later down the line. Yeah. <laughs> I am curious about that reflection later down the line. I do want to know a little bit about that as well. But Me too. We can- <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> he's still uh, doing it we'll process we'll come back and we'll come back to you in a couple seasons and we'll oh, see <laughs> no for sure yeah i had time in my life on the circle it was super fun more unscripted would be you know that's definitely pipeline scripted stuff the narrative i always love that like just going to ucla and being like nikki you know just being in those environments it's super fun mm-hmm. and cool and stuff so yeah definitely both those are definitely have you made friends with other reality show contestants from other shows now that you've been on a reality show? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. Uh, yeah, like virtual friends, like uh, Barnett from Love is Blind. We shot the show. I haven't talked to him in a little bit, but yeah, Barnett and um, some of them from Love is Blind. Oh, a Too Hot to Handle. I've talked to Sharon, and uh, that's been super cool. So yeah, there's like a kind of like you, you get to meet people. Oh, from Survivor, Big Brother, I've been talking to people, so... Um, oh, Nadia from Indian Matchmaking. So, <gasps> it's just, oh my God, hate her. <laughs> no, she's cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> she's cool, yeah. Nikki over here trying to Indian matchmake on oh, this show you. right now. <laughs> I know, Nikki. <laughs> I have one final question for you. Where does your like positivity and kind of hopefulness come from? Was that something that like? as you grew up, your parents just kind of instilled in you? Did something happen that like has caused you to like, like, I'm not to get too deep into personal and I don't want to like sure, sure. make you feel like you have where well, you're on a therapy session or anything right now. No, no, but it, but it is curious because again, that is what people were drawn to 
on the show, right? Is your is you being authentic and you being positive? So yeah. I, I'm just curious where that kind of comes from. Well, I always thought like, no matter what, the days are gonna go by. So you might as well enjoy them. That was my thing. Yeah, and like I think the world, you know, and it's great, like the rat race and all that stuff, and you're just pursuing stuff. But I think it's time you take time to enjoy and just be positive because tomorrow's what Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Thursday is going to come, right? But when I look back on Wednesday, I'll be like, it was super fun. I got to, like, reconnect with my fellow Bruin Nikki. I got to meet a new friend, and that's super great for me. So, like, it was a good day. I mean, that's my thing. The days are going to go by no matter what. I just enjoy it. That's such a lovely way to end this episode. Yeah. I also feel like I want to play Annie in the background right now. The sun will come out <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> Next up is the voice. <laughs> That's super fun. Shimon, thank you so much for joining us Hell on yeah. this yeah. bonkers bananas ride that we call the chat room. <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's probably the chaos of this episode is just reminiscent of, no, it's an homage to script, unscripted television because it is. it is chaotic. And so this was all planned. Yeah. The, the chaos of the episode. Yeah. No, I completely <laughs> including, including my Wi-Fi going down at the beginning and all of that. It's all planned. It was all planned. It was <laughs> but no, I don't watch a lot of reality show. I I was curious to watch the circle because it seemed like something innovative and different. And I didn't expect to really start rooting for people. And you were 100% someone that I was so excited to root for. And it really is because of who you are as an authentic person, which we've now seen is 100% correct and accurate in this uh, lovely chat that we got to have with you today. So I, I can't wait. I know I speak for Nikki as well. We cannot wait to see what you do next. So we're supporting you every step of the way. Yeah, thanks guys for having me. Keep it up with this. This is super fun. I love what you guys are doing for like the community and everything you both do. So keep it up. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> My favorite is when you were like shoot for the moon and then that was it. Because <laughs> some people are like shoot for the moon and end up in the stars. Or there's like a saying for that and you were just like, yeah, just, just shoot for the moon. And just shoot for the moon. <laughs> <laughs> The chat room is hosted by me, Nikki Menon, and me, Kirtana Sastri, in partnership with Brown Girl Magazine. Wallavi Sastri is our consulting producer. All podcast artwork is created by Ashwarya Sukesh, and opening music is by Sridhar Bamnipati. Special thanks to Thrisha Sukujawalia. Please subscribe to the chat room on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening right now. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.